Welcome to PA Radio Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hey, this is Pastor John again with Planners Assembly Radio Broadcast. Hope you enjoy this next message. I think it's going to be great for you. Sit back, take a listen. Do things that sometimes they really don't recognize what they're doing at the time, but God will work that thing out that you'll be a blessing for everybody. Amen. How many of y'all feel like that? How many of y'all may be there today that uh, you know, folks just did some stuff. They didn't really understand what they were doing, but but yet you the one, you the one having to pull them out of the rut, pull them out of the mess when everybody else don't turn their back on them. You're the you're the one. You thought you'd be the last person they call, but you're the one. So that's Joseph. Come on, Abraham. Uh So Jacob is given the task. He's gonna pray over these brothers. After all of this, Joseph, they find out. Uh, that Joseph uh, is still alive. The, the dad is brought back to, he's brought to Egypt because there was a family in the land where they were. Uh, and y'all should know the story. Y'all should know the story, the whole story of the book of Joseph and um, uh, Joseph's King of Dreams, etc. I know the kids know it, so I don't have to read all that. But Joseph got married. He married the daughter of Potiphar. Is that right? And, and he had uh, children uh, from, of course, his wife had children. And uh, through these children, will come a lineage of children uh, that uh, we would consider uh, to be uh, the, uh, uh, the receipt of birthright or the blessing uh, uh, because of their lineage. Now, um, if you go to chapter 13, go, you're in chapter 49, hold on, you may we'll come back in a minute, but go to Genesis chapter 48 and then go to uh, uh, Genesis 48 and and uh, verse 10, and it says, Now the eyes of Israel were dim for age, so that he could not see, and he brought them near unto him. Talking about the children, these two children that was the children of Joseph. And he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said unto Joseph, I had not thought to see thy face, and lo, God hath showed me also thy seed. So he's saying, I didn't think I was ever going to see you again. But not only did God bring you back to me, but he also brought you and your children, your seed. Watch this, verse 12 says, And Joseph brought them out from between his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth, because it was real small, so they walked right through his knees. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim, and his right hand. So one of the names of the children was named Ephraim. Pay attention to the names as we go through the lesson tonight. Uh, 13, verse 13 says, And Joseph took them both, Ephraim and his right hand, toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand towards Israel's right hand and brought them near unto him and israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon ephraim's head who was the younger and his left hand upon manasseh's head guiding his hand wittingly for manasseh was the firstborn and he blessed joseph and said god before whom my father abraham and isaac did walk the god which fed me all my life long unto this day the angel which redeemed me from all evil bless the lads and let my name be named on them in the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head unto the, and to Manasseh's head. Now, now, why would Joseph do that? Uh, why would Joseph 
try to move his father's hand off of Ephraim's head to put it on Manasseh's head because the, the ruling or the way that the uh, the Hebrew people, uh, uh, the custom of the Hebrew people was that the, the father would, would bless the first, the, uh, the oldest child, the oldest male child, that is. So Man, for uh, Manasseh was the oldest male child, right? But here's the thing, God had intended, and this is where prophecy come into play, and where God's will will override the will of man. Amen. Amen. No matter what customs or traditions and all that kind of stuff, uh, God's will will override, always override the, the, the rule of man. That's why I tell all the people all the time, don't get caught up and don't get con uh, constructed into traditional stuff. The dance and the song and the, uh, this is what we did when we was little. We've been doing this for 50 years and we ain't going to change. This is how, this is how it and, and, it, and you can't find it nowhere in the Bible, but they, they stick to it. They would die for that thing in church. Come on, y'all. And it ain't helping nobody. It ain't changing no communities. Come on, neighbor. But let God be God. Amen. Amen. So it was in uh, the will of God to bless Ephraim. That would be the lineage uh, where God would carry out uh, the blessing of the firstborn. Uh, 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 instead of Manasseh. Now, this 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 uh, area of scripture is very familiar because you remember, uh, and Jacob should know it uh, preferably because why it happened to him. Uh, Jacob is the granddaddy in this case. He's the daddy in this case. He's the granddaddy to these children in this case. But remember Jacob and Esau. You remember that, Amen. Because Esau uh, was supposed to be he was the firstborn, but J Jacob did what? He wittingly. What did he do? He uh, uh, misled or he tricked his, his brother out of his birthright. Amen. But it was the will of God, preferably to give it to him anyway. Amen. So sometimes, and, and I like this too, sometimes we can try to force the hand of God. Sometimes we can try to make things happen. We can try to put, do everything we can from finance to jobs to to uh, marriages, to relationships, to uh, friendships and everything else. We can try to force the hand of God. But I tell you, neighbor, all you got to do is follow the word of God, pray, uh, uh, stay connected to the vine of a church, a good church, a, a, a sound teaching, Bible-believing, uh, a, a pastor-ordained church, and, and, God, and, and be involved. Amen. So give, be involved, and, and God will bless you. Amen. And, and be readily available. Amen. One of the things that people say, well, you know, I've never been used and God won't use me. But sometimes people are not readily available. People give up too soon. They throw in the towel too soon. They, 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 you know, they go after the things that's fleshly. And when it don't happen the way they think it should happen, they give up on the church and they give up on God, uh, not allowing God to use them uh, in the in the gift and the, in the, uh, uh, the, the type of anointing that people have on their life. Amen. Praise God. So, so in this case, I want to give you two things to think about as we continue to the lesson tonight. Uh, so, so now you just read and you saw that it was the will of God to bless or give uh, the blessing to Ephraim. We know Ephraim, or we know the name today is Israel, right, or the children of Israel. But I want to show you something uh, to, to really uh, get you to think about uh, how God would include all people. Uh, now watch this in the text. I want you to see in, in, in uh, Genesis chapter 49 and then uh, verse uh, uh, number uh, 8, because what he begins to do, he begins to bless and give prof a prophetic utterance or, or counsel to every last one of uh, 
his children. You know, I'm talking about the 12. He blessed the grandchildren of one of the sons, which is Joseph. But now he's going to bless his children. Jacob, that is. He's going to bless his children. But the, but what I want to get to is, is right here when he started to deal with Judah. This is very important because this is going to give you some understanding of how God is going to pull all of the various people or Hebrew people uh, or people of faith in Hebrew, people who are ethnicity in Hebrew, how it's going to pull them from every part of the world back to Jerusalem. Good God Almighty. Amen. So watch this. Genesis chapter 49 and verse number eight says what? Judah. Let's talk about Judah. Thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's whip from the prey, my son, thou art going up. He stooped down. He couched, he couched as a lion and as an old lion who shall rouse him, who shall rouse him up. So who, who, who can really make an old lion get up and, and do battle unless they're really ready to fight this joker? Amen. Because there ain't too much going to move it. And verse number 10 says this, the skeptor, remember what the skeptor represented? It represented a, a form of judging, Right. They, who, those who held the skeptic uh, 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 was represented as a as a person of as of a king or a judge or a lawgiver. It said the skeptic should not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Did y'all see that? Praise God. Amen. Now that verse sticks out in all the verses that he has given. Or, 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 the, or, or the prophecy that he's prophesied and all his other children. And there's a reason why. Go to Matthew, if you will. Turn with me. It's going to get very interesting. Go to the book of Matthew, if you will. And Matthew chapter, uh, because if the people in Israel, they're fighting today and John, Donald Trump is supporting certain folks in Israel. As a matter of fact, you have two places of significance that's right by Jerusalem. Uh, and uh, one, one place is actually the, the Dome of the Rock. If you look on, if you ever looked in the news or you look into the magazines or you go, go on TV and things of that nature, you see that, um, that, that shrine that has a golden top on it. You ever seen that? And, it, but, and, and it's over there. Uh, uh, in in the land of Israel, uh, that shrine is they call it the Dome of the Rock, right? It, and it's not it's not a uh, it's not a place of worship. It's just a shrine. But a little ways off is the very place, very near to Mount Moriah, where Abraham was tested with his son. And that's the big argument that many of them have uh, from the the Hebrew people, from the Palestines, and then also from the Arabs. Uh, and those who are Muslims, right? At this time, the Jews or the Hebrews actually won the battle to hold that, hold that, hold that place down and have control of it. And, and you know the fights they talk about with the Gaza Strip and those things. Listen to me; it's going to be very important. Uh, and and who's holding it now, or who's actually uh, uh, having a uh, the ability to go in and worship there is actually the Muslims. Isn't that something? Right there in Jerusalem, in this very place of significance, the uh, Islamists is able to go in and worship, right? 
in in the uh, place that that we that we that we say or many of them say used to be the place uh, where the temple we say the temple mount where the temple was built right uh, when we talk about David or, or King David's son Solomon built the first temple not the, not the not the uh, dome on the rock many people get it mixed up they say the dome on the rock was a place where no 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 right right from that. Uh, uh, is uh, the the area or the place where the where Solomon built the first temple? Remember, they destroyed the first temple. The first temple was destroyed by who? It was destroyed by the Babylonians. Is that right? Babylonians destroyed the, the first temple, and then it was rebuilt, right? And who was it rebuilt by? Remember, it it, it was rebuilt by by King Cyrus. Come on, amen. It was rebuilt by King Cyrus. But when we speed up into contemporary times of today, uh, you know, it's it's been fixed on. It's been it's been uh, uh, they've been they've been doing upgrades on various eras of the of the temple. But but uh, and Herod came along during the time of Jesus. When Herod came on, uh, he actually just built some fixtures or some things around it, but he never really replaced it. Amen. He never really replaced it. But I want you to see this because you got to get an understanding of where we're going and, and it's going to get good. So Matthew, Matthew chapter one, keep your mind on Judah. Don't forget about Judah, the son of Jacob. And the Bible says it's a long read. So go with me. It's in the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac and Isaac begat Jacob. Did y'all see that? He, he begat the same person we was talking about. Jacob, right? And Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. He mentions Judah and his brethren. Watch this. Then it says, and Judah, it says Judas, but it's, but it's uh, uh, preferred as Judah uh, for our understanding. Judah begat Perez and Zerah of Tamar. Did y'all see that? Who is Perez and Zerah? M- remember remember uh, Tamar when uh, Judas, after they had sold uh, their brother into slavery or giving him to the Ishmaelites. Judah took a trip over to another land, and that's, that's where he, he married a foreign woman or woman of African descent, right? Uh, and Judah's children uh, that he had, he, he had uh, uh, got Tamar to, uh, to, uh, for his children to marry Tamar. But the first child was wicked. God killed him. The second child didn't want to keep the seed going, so God allowed him to die. And then uh, uh, you, you get to the point that the third child, Judah wouldn't let him marry Tamar, right? He just kept holding it off, holding it off. And then, but the story goes on to say that Tamar got upset. She dressed up, she was dressed up as a widow all this time, waiting to marry the child of Judah, one of his sons, but he wouldn't do it. So she dressed up as a harlot and another. And that's where Judah came in. He had sexual relationships with Tamar. Tamar had children from Judah. Right in the lineage. So this is what we talk about uh, 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 when when they say shallow come, or what it, what it, he says bringing all of the uh, the people together, bringing the people back. Remember, God is a God that created all people. Right? God is not a God for the white people. God is not a God for the black people. God is not a God for the Mexican people. God is, not, and that's that junk and stuff that we that people teach in America. Come on, neighbor. But God's intent was always to use every single ethnicity. It was his, it was his, his intent. But let me ask you a question before we keep reading. Uh, uh, God created how many how many different ethnic groups from Adam? Come on, neighbor. Amen. There's a whole lot of them, right? Uh, how many 
ethnic groups did God bring from the loins of Noah? Amen. How many ethnic groups? Amen. The, the, you're talking about the whole world, the different facets of different colors of pigmentation, uh, uh, you know, uh, colors of skin color, whatnot, different regions, different languages and all over the world. All these different people. You, you, and, you, and, and God is wanting or God rather is, is using all these different people. Uh, remember, we talked about uh, how God uh, used uh, the different uh, uh, people that would rise up. Daniel spoke about it. We'll get to Daniel in a minute. But how they prophesied about the different kingdoms that were rule and Israel or the Hebrews, rather, would go through a process of being in slavery so that all these different kings could rule. All these different uh, 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 different nationalities or ethnic groups would rule. Yeah, amen. It started out, uh, uh, first of all, uh, when you when we get when I talked about King Cyrus or, or uh, uh, you know, the Phoenicians, amen, the media. Phoenicians, Medan and Phoenician rule. And then, you know, uh, when you when you get to the point of Alexander the Great, remember Alexander the Great, that all these people took over uh, Jerusalem or Israel at some time. And then we got to Roman rule, where the Romans took over. During this time in Matthew, the book of Matthew is when Romans rule. When the time Jesus stepped on the scene, uh, and it say he died at the age of, of 30, of, they say something 33, but but Jesus, uh, he was walking in a prophetic time period uh, of one of the last ruleships on earth. Now, what we have today, what we have in America, what we have from, you know, the time of independence or, or you know, declaration of independence and all these types of things. Uh, uh, well, how do we play a role in all of that? How do we play a role in the pilgrims coming from cross seas over here? Uh, some of us, I'm, I'm a great, great a uh, uh, great, 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 great grandmama and granddad them who came over on the Mayflower. How how does all that play a role in 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 the Bible? How does all that play a role uh, for us as a people here in America? How, well, if you pay very close attention, you're gonna notice even in the Scripture and doing doing the last these last days, you will play a role. I will play a role. Every person in the earth is playing a role for the fulfillment of the coming of Christ. Come on, neighbor. That, you know, that's why people live so much up under the, their means, because all we know is people hollering. Is, we're talking about preaching now. People, you know, hollering and screaming and, and we're talking about conferences and, and uh, uh, holy convocations and all, all that stuff, man, is meaningless if people don't understand the, the end times. All that stuff is meaningless if people don't see themselves in the scripture. Let me help you understand something. Go back to verse number three. It said Judas did what? Judas begot Pharaz and Zara. That's Matthew chapter one, verse three, right? Pharaz and, Ta and Zerah of Tamar, right? A, a woman of, of African descent. And Pharaz begot Ezram and Ezram begot Aaron and Aaron begot Amenadab. And listen to me, all these people, all these people in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Y'all see that? Now, 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 here's one thing that you that you won't you won't see, and you'll see it in a minute, is is that there's two lineages taking playing a role uh, from all the way up to the coming of Christ. There's two lineages. Now, I, now, did we just read that the uh, the birthright or the blessing was on the children of Joseph, right? And it was placed on Ephraim, or we would say we would say Israel, right? But what about Judah? Come on, neighbor. What about the lineage of Judah? 
Amen. You don't, we don't, we don't talk about this at all. What about, what about the letter to Judah? You, you know why there is so much uh, uh, turmoil or, or the misuse of the Bible in Rome and, and Britain and all the different places because the people are trying to hide the, the, the true fact about the lineage of Judah. They're trying to hide that. We, it, we talk about Ephraim. We talk about the Jews over there fighting and, and, and Netanyahu and all of them over there in Israel. But, but they're not necessarily talking about the lineage where Christ is coming back in. Come on, neighbor. You got to know this. Watch this. So guess, guess who's in the lineage that came from, from under Judah from out of the loins of Tamar? Watch what it gets, what, what, it gets good, y'all. Look at verse 6. It said, and Jesse begot David, the king, and David, the king, begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Uriah. Remember Uriah the Hittite? Didn't David kill Uriah or set up Uriah the Hittite to get killed so he can, he can, um, he can basically take place, uh, be the man for uh, Bathsheba? Remember that? So when they said the wife of Uriah's, who was, Uriah, who was the wife of Uriah? Bathsheba. Right. Bathsheba was of uh, African descent. Come on. It's all in there, y'all. That's why they keep hiding the lineage of Judah. Come on. Keep reading. It said, and Solomon begat Rehoboam, and Rehoboam begat Abiah, and Abiah begat Asa, and Asa begat Jehoshaphat. Oh, man, Jehoshaphat, my man. That's my boy there. Amen. When I heard, when I saw that, I said, oh, Jehoshaphat in, in the lineage. He got, boy, he got he got our blood, man. Come on. Oh, okay, y'all ain't going to go. I'm getting a little excited here. It said, Jehoshaphat begot Jerome, and Jerome begot Uzziah. And it goes on. And look here, y'all. Then it said Ezekiel. When it said Ezekiel, Hezekiah is actually what is, is uh, in the original Hebrew is Ezekiel. But they really talk about Hezekiah. Verse 10 is Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh. See that? This is another Manasseh. Uh, right, begot Amen, and it goes on, and all you can find all of this is Second uh, uh, Second Kings as well uh, of the Bible, and and also with and also in the Chronicles, but all the way up to the time, I want you to see this when it gets to verse fifteen said, and Elihu begot Eliza, and Eliza begot Nathan, and Nathan begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary. Come on, of whom was born Jesus. Or we would say Yahshua, who is called Christ. Did y'all see that? Now, now here's the key thing that you, you have to understand, first of all, is that there had to be someone in this lineage that was under the loins of Judah from the prophecy, and then there had to be someone who also was in the Levitical priesthood of Aaron. Mm-hmm. They had to have that. They had to have that. But, they, but, the, but the, the blood right had to come from God. Come on, and human descent, right? I'm not talking about being born uh, from a man's, uh, 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 you know, uh, blood blood right from a sinful right, but he but he had to have a, a a lineage standard that he can he can be in line with Judah, and that would be Joseph. Well, what about Mary? Come on, y'all. What about Mary? And this is where the this is where the Catholic Church get it all messed up, man. Amen. Because Mary was in the earth. It wasn't nothing heavenly. She, she's not divine, man. Come on, man. She's not divine. She's not the Holy Mother. All that foolishness. No, she, 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 she was up in the upper room. She had to get filled with the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts like everybody else. Amen, somebody? But she did play a role 
and and when you and you look at the role, she 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 had to be, or she was rather, uh, her her lineage was in the Levitical priesthood of, of Aaron. Come on, Ava. And if you're reading the text, you're gonna you'll find that out. She her her role was was in the Levitical priesthood of Aaron, and and that makes sense. Uh, when you go to verse 18, it says, Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise when, as his mother Mary was a spouse of Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, the son of David, fear not to take unto thee, thy, thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Good God Almighty. Y'all see that right there? Amen. And then and then it said in verse 23, remember what the prophet would say? Verse 23, Behold, a virgin, virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Amen. Y'all see that? Praise God. Glory to God. So so um now how how does um the, the key points of this, now that we know that uh, Jesus Christ came through the, the lineage of, of, the, of our own ethnicity and the connection of that with, with other ethnicities, God's role was to bring a, a, uh, out of one blood to create all people and then out of one blood save all people. Come on, neighbor. If they receive Jesus Christ's blood as a covering. Amen. We, we was born in the sin. The Bible says we was born in the sin. So, the, so our, our first birth was sinful. Amen. We was born in the sin. But our second birth, we say rebirth, or the need to be re, to be born again, uh, is needful because why? We need to be uh, reunited into the family of the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God from what happened in in the garden. So, so the prophecy that, that we have um, and, and the thing that the devil is fighting against is getting uh, people to fight against one another, nationalities to fight against one another, ethnic groups to hide and, and, and try to, to uh, uh, manipulate the scriptures and things like that. And that was the biggest thing. And I'm, and I'm not saying that some ethnic groups did not come out of Rome to some degree. I'm not totally eliminating, but, but some of the, 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 the uh, people uh, that uh, would arise, that that would come back to reign with Christ in the end times, they're not in Israel right now, because they're scattered. Come on, they're all over the, you look at the book of Isaiah, they're all over the earth. Amen. Amen. And some of our lineages of that same Hebrew descent is all over the earth. So, so, so they could not be, they can't be all in Israel right now, or the Bible wouldn't be true. Amen. Because why? It also talking about because shallow hasn't come back yet. Shallow or the anointed one or the Christ, he was risen from the dead. He was crucified. He was risen from the dead. He rose again. But he's he's going to come back again to receive the church to himself. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, watch this. Go to Revelation, if you will. Revelation chapter five. Praise God. But you got to know, you got to know that man, um, uh, you know, there's the tribe of Judah. And then there was a blessing of the birthright that was put over the tribe of Ephraim. <laughs> Good God about it. Amen. But they don't talk about the tribe of Judah as much. They, they, when you hear these people on TV talking about the, uh, the, uh, 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 the Dome of the Rock and, and, and the, uh, you know, the, the temple, 
you know, the Temple Mount and you, you hear it on TV and all that kind of stuff. Man, they, they're not talking about, uh, uh, they're talking about Rome and Britain and, and, and the Jews is there in that land that's fighting right now. They, they're not even including, they may mix it all together and try to try to uh, make sense of it. But, but the pictures and the things they're showing, they're not showing uh, uh, pictures of, of all of the ethnic groups from the Ethiopians, come on neighbor, through the Egyptians, through all these other ethnic groups who are actually Hebrews as well, because it's because it's, it's a diverse group of people. It- Amen. And understanding that there is a difference. Amen. And we need to know that. We need to know the lineage of our Lord and Savior um, and how it actually fits into where we are today as people of God, as our ethnicity, as historical points to see us in the Word of God. Amen. Regular Bible study service. Thank you once again. We love you. We appreciate you. We thank you so much. And please, please always remember, God, he's such a mighty, wonderful, and great God. And you, my friends, you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Thanks again for listening in to Planners Assemblies podcast. We appreciate you so much. If you'd like to donate to this ministry, you can do that by doing it through Cash App. That's dollar sign TLC ministry. Or you can send a gift or love offering to P.O. Box. That's 6017 Jacksonville, Florida, 32236. And just make sure you label it TLCC. We love you. Be encouraged. Till the next time.